Hello and welcome to Procrastination with me Lizzie and this week with the love Dr Andy. Each week we chat all things productivity and putting stuff off as we search for creativity and inspiration in a world full of distractions. If you enjoy this episode we'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe, give us a five star rating and leave a little review. Thank you. Hi Lizzie. Hi Andy, how are you? I'm all right, thank you. How are you? Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Yes, uh, I'm really good actually. Yeah, having a good week. Good. That's um, that's all I can ask for, really. Right. Podcast done. Yeah, I just uh, I feel really positive with loads of energy. I mean, I got about nine hours sleep last night, and my Apple Watch told me that to get up. Like, it did tell me to get up, and I ignored it. <laughs> but for three or four hours of that was like deep sleep, and I fell back asleep after the Apple Watch told me to get up, and it was half past eight when I woke up, and I was like, oh no. I had a call at nine o'clock so I was like I need to really hurry up and get ready feel very rested and um yeah just feeling sprightly I've told you already that I'm struggling with the whole getting up scenario in the last uh well so many months I think I can't sit here and say that's a you know a bad thing to do is to sleep in a little bit longer I've done that a couple of times this week actually and I haven't felt better for it so I need to get to that deep sleep I think I've been doing a lot of yoga like nothing too strenuous or energetic or bendy really really basic stuff but it's mostly meditation and I've done a bit of meditation and yoga over the years but I've never done it regularly and I've been doing it almost every day and I can honestly say that I'm really starting to notice that grounding and that sort of calmness and that stillness that people talk about that zen I guess from doing yoga regularly and I think that's obviously helping me drift off into a deep sleep every night I like it we we're going to turn into a zen podcast now (laughs) switch from running to yoga yeah I love it I love yoga too and I don't do anywhere near enough as I would like to it's something that whenever I get the chance to do regularly and I'm very jealous that you're getting to do it daily and actually sticking to it so well done you do feel that even if it's once twice a week it's a good routine and a good, like you say, grounding to have. I was doing it once a week. I've done it sort of once a week for a while. And that, you know, definitely felt the benefits of that. But now just doing it every single day, it's having such a profound effect. And it's only been two weeks that I've been doing it. But I'm really, really noticing a difference. So I would just sort of say to anybody who was feeling a bit anxious and maybe their mind's racing, struggling to settle, just to give it a go. I know that people bang on about it all the time. Like I'm not saying anything profound here. but I really 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 am noticing the difference and I'm doing it after I finish work and before I do anything else so it's that marker point in the day that's defining finishing work and then going into leisure time evening time I love that I did see that one day it there was a slight change in that this week I believe that at 5 31 you decided to have a bath one night rather than yoga so you can't profess that it's that (laughs) that much yes that that was if I'm to tell this story I have to talk about running and I keep promising I'm going to stop talking about running but I'd been on my well it was a late lunch break but I'd been for a 12k run and it was freezing cold and so I came back from the run went straight into a meeting 
still in all my sweaty gym clothes on the <laughs> meeting online like not in person thank god and then I uh ran the bath while I was sort of finishing my emails off at the end of the day and then as soon as 5 30 ticked around the bath had finished running and I just jumped straight in it and it was great and I was like this is why working from home is great you can finish work and get straight in the bath perfect you found the ultimate positives there I think so you found a bit of fitness you found productivity of work and running a bath to enjoy as soon as that laptop shuts down yes love it love it I think you've you've been winning this week I think that's a lot of good habits to get into I feel like I'm in a really good routine I think that's key isn't it you know we talked a bit about writing lists and kind of having a bit of structure and sort of knowing what to expect from the day putting a bit of formularity into it and I think that's really helping to make me feel like I'm achieving things that I've got a bit of purpose yeah it's just I'm really benefiting from that at the moment, I think. Good. Let's let's tick the running bit off. So for anyone that is remotely interested, that I have actually not only achieved my goal of one run this week, but in readiness for today's podcast looming, I got the second run in that I was due the week before as well. So they're not big runs. They're not the 12Ks that you were talking about. And even on, you know, a 4K here, three and a half K, I was definitely, I mean, if, if there was a bath waiting for me when I had got home, I would have dived headfirst into it, I think. It's not, it's not about the distance. It's just getting out there. Like tonight, I've only done 2K just to stretch the legs off, not to do anything strenuous. I think you're getting out there. You wanted to get more active and you wanted to make sure you were looking after yourself and you were in good health. So you're well on your way to the, achieving that goal. I've got to be honest. The one I did at the start of the week, I told you I, I was not enjoying it at all. It, it was not an enjoyable run. And I, I was further away from that runner's high that people talk about. But the cheeky lunchtime one today has left me on a real positive mood ever since, I don't know, just getting back, like you say, ticking off emails and work and stuff like that, feeling productive, just had a little bit of extra pep to do some household bits as well. I mean, there's not much else we can do at the moment. Everyone's ticking off lists involve stuff at home. So, um, but yeah, it just really made me feel productive. I really noticed as well because I'm going out every day for January, but even those days where I'm like, oh, I would rather just curl up and not go out in the cold. Just going out, even if it's for 10 minutes, I come back and go, oh, actually, that was all right. I don't know why I put it off as long as I did, because it always makes you feel better. Get a bit of a spring in your step. And I don't know, it just really helps. Like I sit down at a desk all day long. That can start to hurt my lower back. Whereas doing that bit of exercise just shakes that out and it stops all the aches and pains. So as much as you might get a few aches and pains in those muscles, it really helps the joints and just get everything moving whilst we can't really do much and go far I think it's even more crucial that we have that bit of movement in the day I would happily agree with that the one thing that someone was laughing at me today because I thought I will go out for that run I will go when I can at lunch and uh, quite literally the second that I stepped out the door I felt a few spots of rain. I nearly turned back around and thought I'll do an indoor workout. But then I thought, WWLD, what would Lizzie do? Right? (laughs) I love that. You, uh, for everybody listening, I'm rolling my eyes at Andy. (laughs) You fair weather runner. A bit of rain never hurt anybody. It doesn't, but it did 
make me question my uh, my choices because it carried on. I, I weathered that mini storm, which was just a few spots, but it wasn't until I was about halfway that um, the heavens opened and there's literally no going back. You, If you go back, you're running just as far. So you just carry on for your route and hope that you will get back to the warmth soon enough or someone will find you in the heap and drive you there. Uh, a friend of mine is also doing Red January and he lives in Lincoln and Lincoln have had about a foot and a half snow today. So he just sent me a photograph of the road and I would have found it impossible to ruin that. All the pavements covered in snow. I mean, it looked beautiful, but yeah, not very motivating to get yourself out there. No, I would have turned to page 15 of my book of excuses and say, yep, that's definitely high up there. I haven't heard from him, actually. I have no idea if he's survived or not. He needs one of those uh, Apple Watch alert things that you've got, doesn't he? Let you know where he is at all times. Yeah, when the hypothermia is set in, someone needs to go and rescue him. One of those uh, mountain dogs that just come and rescue and they've got the little bottle of brandy in their, their neck box. That's a thing, right? That's not like me. I've I've grown up with that <laughs> I image. I don't know, but I'm just sort of thinking, oh, maybe I could go get lost in the snow if someone's going to come and bring me brandy. <laughs> I can only offer gin, I'm afraid. That will do. Okay. We're not actually having a, a drink today. We're not. You're not doing dry January, are you? Um, very much not doing dry January. Well, inadvertent, shall we say. So less. A moist, a damp January. Let's not say a moist January. This is a... This is a clean podcast. No, very much. There's a lot of people that I think had an intention to do dry January and got to about day four when lockdown was announced and went, I'm all right. 8.05 after that announcement, the wine bottle was open, the gin was poured, whatever they chose to have and said, no, it's, it's not for me. So good on you if you are doing dry January still. So it would be a bit off brand for you to do dry dry. Well, there are many non-alcoholic gins out there now. There's quite a few big companies that are launching more and more. And I've tried a few. Personally, it's not quite the same. I mean, there are some good ones, but it's it just feels like you're wasting the opportunity of an actual gin. Yeah, I, I mean, I've never tried one, so I don't know what they're like. But I just can't see it having... Yeah, you want that kick, don't you? But also, they're not cheap to buy are they these non-alcoholic spirits and i just think if you're going to spend 20 30 quid on a bottle then you might as well just buy booze i'd rather just have a cup of tea or a glass of orange juice there are markets so obviously women that are pregnant and and people that i don't know maybe would like a social drink but drive I, I, not that we're allowed social drink. i mean that's a distant memory but um yeah there, there's definitely a market for different reasons but i agree if you've got a choice and you think i'm gonna you know limit because often on tuesday club we've been known to have the occasional drink or two and anything goes and, and all of that but yeah I think we've just cut it down a little bit and that's not a bad thing and it's probably helping that we're both a bit more active as well. I have had quite a bit to drink in January. Okay. I think I've got through three bottles of red wine. Fine. Um, is your oh we haven't actually checked in for a couple of weeks on your wine rack, your adulting wine rack. Well it's no longer full so I'm no longer a proper adult. It's a shame. So you haven't actually had an order sort of come in like an, an you know an Amazon replacement straight away. No, but I re- I noticed a really good offer on the Lathwaite's website, so I might take advantage of that while they've got that offer on just to restock. It's two weeks today until payday, and I don't know about you, but I have got and this is no word of a lie. 
I have got ten pounds two p left left in my bank account. Are you really going to uh, confess that to the uh, the listeners? <laughs> well, I just have. So yeah, I'm I'm skint. So if anyone wants to bring me food parcels to my front door, I'm... socially distanced, of course. Of course. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, it is a hard month. Everyone knows January is a hard month, and this is going to go out on Tuesday, the day after Blue Monday. I don't believe in Blue Monday. Mondays are, I always think Mondays are quite an optimistic day. You know, it's a fresh start, ready to face the week. I always think Tuesdays are worse than a Monday, which is why we've put this beautiful podcast out into the world to brighten everyone's Tuesday. So I think if any day was going to be depressing this week, then it's probably today, the day this podcast has gone out. Well, I mean, that's a ringing endorsement for this podcast. But uh, yeah, I... So for anyone that doesn't know, Blue Monday is, it's like the longest point from the last time you were paid, Christmas is behind you. Well, actually, it was all just a marketing thing that was <gasps> dreamt up by a travel company to sell more holidays. Those evil marketeers. Joking. I mean, I've been a marketeer. I feel sullied. <laughs> I mean, it is it is grim. The weather's rubbish. We are all skint. Yeah. We're in lockdown. It's January. There, there, there. But no. <laughs> I think we just, yeah, let's pretend that, no, it's not Blue Monday. The only thing blue about Blue Monday is the sky. Well, hopefully it'll be a blue sky. There you go. If it, We've got to find the positives. If it doesn't rain or anything like that. But yeah, I agree. We, we started that feeling of Tuesday Club because it was, for us both, we were carrying uh, sort of a good vibe in from the weekend. We didn't really let Monday get to us. Always had lots to talk about. And then Tuesday comes around and that dampens a little bit. It's the furthest from the weekend and you are... Nothing, nothing good ever happens on a Tuesday. Not until this podcast got released. So I'm turning this back around. You might say that it's a blue Tuesday, but no, no, we're here to uh, liven the spirits. Yeah, nothing good ever happened on a Tuesday until Tuesday Club and until this podcast. Exactly. That was three years in the making. Blue's my favourite colour anyway, so... Mine too. So I'm going to make, I don't know, how can I make Blue Monday positive? Make blue food to eat? That's that's not good, Oh, lovely, (laughs) lovely (laughs) Play-Doh. Wear a blue outfit, maybe? Yes. See, it's things like that. Just subvert it. Turn it into an enjoyment of of your favourite colour. And if blue isn't your favourite colour, wear something that is. And then, obviously, this will go out the day after. So I hope that you did. And if not, you know for next year. Blue Lagoon cocktails. Sure. I mean, there's dry January out the window for anyone left doing it. Love that. So, Andy, goals. Goals. Andy, you and Louis Theroux, are you... Ah, oh, Louis Theroux. So I am. And do you know what? So the, the one goal that I've talked about running, okay, we've, we've ticked that. I can, I think, am I allowed a tick for that? You can have a tick for that. Okay, yeah. thank you. We'll start a chart. Reading. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm, do you know what? I am going to do a chart. So reading, yes. My plan was to read um, a book every two months, pretty much six books for the year. And I'll be, I'll be honest. So the first few days of the week I was in a really good routine I was carving out time to read and I've powered through a few more chapters or you know 30 40 pages here and there and so it's going well and I would say that I'm still relatively on track to 
finish this book before the end of February. I know that feels a long way away to finish how a book. Long? How long? How long's the book? Is it a big book? It's like 410 pages or something like that. He talks a lot. And considering when you watch his documentaries, he just sort of stands there silently and lets them talk themselves into a corner. He talks a lot. I'm really enjoying it. But what's actually happened is the last few days, I have neglected carving out that time to read. So like I said, it's like a tale of uh, two halves this week. There's been some real positives and I'm really enjoying that routine of trying to carve out the time again. But I, uh, I'm i very much conscious that he's Louis staring at me. So why haven't you been keeping on track with that? What's been getting in the way? Right. So I, I talked about last week that I had previously blogged and blogged about different things and I wasn't really sure where some of these blogs were. So after that conversation that we had, it sort of got me thinking and I refound, let's say, my most prolific blog um, of the last 10 years. Because there's been quite a few. How many? <laughs> well, I think, I think technically I've had four different blogs of sorts in the last 10 years. There have been spells and this was a big sort of rabbit hole for me. I suddenly got lost and my time of reading turned into actually rereading old blogs so you've not been doing one of your goals because you've been doing the other. I think that's fine. And it sounds like you're with the reading you're on track to still hit. Yeah, let's let's get to the end of February and I will happily be telling you that I've finished Louis Fru's book. I think that's that's a good place to be. So I'm 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 going to be there with the reading side of it and yes, let's take a positive. I've refound some some old inspiration of blogging and actually there's some there's some stuff in there that probably highlights more than anything else why this podcast is called Podcrastination and you and I are bonded in our ability to put off the things that we uh, that we wanted to do. Go on then, read me an extract. Well, the first thing I will say is that, so there's one blog post from eight years ago that sets out four New Year's resolutions, okay? And they're, they're around, they're, they sound very, very similar shall we say. I think it's one of them is um, learning healthy, one new healthy recipe per month. Okay. So that's around health, diet, all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. Okay. One is increase my cardio and fitness. That sounds familiar. Yeah. One is read more (laughs) (laughs) and the other is blog more. Okay. Okay. So you have had the same goals for several years. Eight. But you're eight years, but you're not. You're obviously not achieving them. So we need to, or are you achieving them? Well, you want to keep doing more of that. This is how can we? How can we help? So, well, this is where it gets a bit weird because then that same. So seven years ago, I blogged about my inability to achieve those goals and the fact that I didn't like New Year's resolutions. And it was okay. I'm going to break those down into random tasks and. This now starts to sound very familiar to what we're doing with that wonderful piece of advice you gave or read last week around breaking um, breaking yes, it down. It was dreams written down become a goal, goals broken into steps become a plan, and a plan backed by action becomes a reality. Love it. Still love it. And it, it stuck with me this past week. And reading back over that, I just got, do you know what? I, I actually patted myself on the back and I was like, do you know what? You might have procrastinated all these years through different things but you've still got the same goals and dreams and 
you know, you're still doing something about it in one way or another. So I was happy with that. But there is an extract that I can save till the end if you want. You know, it's quite a positive one. You, you've just reminded me of a quote. So I'm going to read you this quote because I think it's kind of relevant. So achievement need not mean going the furthest or the fastest, but merely moving beyond your own expectations. Wow. And that's a quote from Alexandra Hemmingsley, and I think she's an athlete. Love that. Okay, we're, we're slowly, do you know what, we're, we're slowly forging a new feature on this of Lizzie's quote of the week. <laughs> the quote, you know I love it. I, I do, I do. And, and do you know what, I really like that. That's another, it's another goodie to keep. Yeah, so as long, you know, you don't have to compare yourself to other people. I think as long as you are moving beyond your own expectation and if you've been setting these same resolutions for years and years and years as long as you're moving forward from those from this point i think you're on the right track love it thanks well is it time then should i read that little extract that i've got that i was quite proud of i sent it to you because i was quite proud of it i thought it's the most profound i've probably sounded in the last seven years go on go for it right let's let's see what i've got so it was at an end of a, a very weird blog that i found but basically It goes, what I'm trying to say is that it's so easy to let the world pile up around you and feel swamped or like you're fighting an uphill battle or swimming against the tide. This can all lead to a sense of helplessness and a loss of focus on what's right in front of you. Simply put, a book can only be read one page at a time. How poetic. I know, right? There is more, but I'm not going to bore you with it. And as yet, maybe if the the time comes, I'll... uh self-indulge again but um it felt apt again and it felt like a little bit of inspiration and I still didn't then pick up the Lou book and carry on with the reading so you know a book can only be read one page at a time and our goals can be achieved one planned action at a time I think that sounds good yeah okay. I really like that I'm looking forward to hearing more of Andy's wisdom uh, okay so we've, we've got a feature each now I think this this podcast is slowly writing itself I'm using old material you're uh, finding wisdom stealing other people stealing other yeah so that's me and my goals for this week I know one of your goals as well was around reading so how have you been getting on um, Good. I, I'm on track as well. I'm still on book one, so I'm going to try and read one a month. Um, so I'm still on book one, but I think I will have finished that by the end of this week. So by the time the podcast goes out, I will have finished that, I think. Wow. You are prolific. It's um, like I said before on the previous episode, when it's a really good novel that you can just get lost in, like I'm, I want to keep reading. I can't put it down. And I read through books like that way quicker than if I was reading something that was nonfiction. So I think think that's going to be the key for me to power through this challenge and power through this goal is Love to just have really good novel recommendations so if anybody does have anything they want to recommend feel free to slide into our dms and give me your book recommendations please at podcast pod on insta and at podcastination pod on twitter very good and we have actually had someone slide into our dms we have you absolutely made our week i'm not gonna lie so this came in before the goal setting episode even went out and someone got in touch 
and told us their goals. And they were actually really, really similar to the ones that we set ourselves. So it feels like everyone's kind of on the same wavelength. Yeah. I, I or think maybe it's, it's because we can't do anything other than run and read at the moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there could be that, but maybe it's uh, the universe aligning, you know, attracting like-minded folk and people that need to to hear it. And, and we needed this to know that we're not alone in our goals so do you want me to read them out yes please please read them all out okay so we have three simple goals one to read before bed which is a new habit two to get at least 30 minutes outside walking i presume that's per day so yeah love that and three to stop working late and take more breaks they sound like really achievable good goals to have and very similar to what we said and like I say that came in before our goal setting episode had even gone out so yeah great to know that we've got some like-minded listeners out there um the thing I really like about those goals is the use of the word habit because I think it's something like it can take like 21 days of doing something content well the same activity for it to form a habit and it's very easy to start something and and get sidetracked but if I feel like if so for me with the reading for example I got out of sway with the book for a few days but it doesn't mean that the habit's still not motivated to be there so you just sort of keep persevering keep going I feel like a bit like that about the yoga because I like I said previously I maybe did it like once a week or once every couple of weeks or something but I would be like oh I'm too fidgety I'm distracted I've got something else to do whereas at the moment I'm sort of making myself do it at a similar time every day and it's becoming that habit now and now it's part of that winding down and that switching off process between finishing work and then my evening where I can do whatever I like and I can start to feel it becoming that habit now of in the same way that you know I used to commute home yoga is my new commute and it's the thing that's giving me that break and that separation whilst we're working from home and especially for me because my office is in my living room and then when I have to spend all evening in the in the living room as well it's just giving me that separation I love it it's a positive habit it's becoming a habit already and we're halfway through January so I hope I carry that on throughout the year I'm sure you will and I think the marketer in you couldn't resist coming out there with a a strap line of yoga is my new commute if that gets used (laughs) anywhere then i want at least this podcast or yourself to get the credit for it i can start my own inspirational quotes now see this is this is the beauty our goals are are leading and spawning their own i I just need to put this text over a sunset image or something (sighs) like that and it will go viral on instagram i'm sure i have no doubts whatsoever that wwld what would lizzie oh what would lizzie say that can be the one that we have. Hashtag what would Lizzie say? I love how, how I'm this little voice in the back of your head now where you're like, oh, what will Lizzie say if I don't go for my run? What will Lizzie say if I don't do this? <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd love to to play that down and say it's not, but it, it truly is. A, you know, I can blame anyone listening that I, I feel I owe it to them, but really it's uh, I need to step my game up and it's good to have that. You know, you bounce off someone else, don't you? Oh, good. Well, I'm glad it's bouncing off and i'm not just a nag (laughs) no not at all come back to me in in weeks ahead when i'm still not loving the running and i'm i'm cursing you as i'm as i'm going around uh right i mean it sounds like you've had a really productive week we all know as this podcast alludes to that that can mean that 
things get put off. So not to be negative, but is there anything that you're maybe putting off? Uh, maybe. Ah, I knew it. So I've been putting off Hinge correspondence. Par- and for those, for those not in the know, Hinge is a dating app. I am single. Oh, and it's boring. Reply, <laughs> replying to like I don't. I'm on a dating app because I don't want to die alone. I would like to meet someone that I spend the rest of my life with and that I can enjoy adventures with. But the only way to meet people, and it's even harder at the moment because we're in lockdown, is you've just got to use these dating apps. And ugh, you have this. This. I mean, I feel I can interject at this point, but you know, to give you a little breathing space before divulging your full uh you know personal life here but not knowing about these things myself it's uh it's, it's, you you how long have you been with your wife like you met way before dating apps were even a thing yeah you, you, you met in real life yeah 10 years this year so uh it's uh thankfully i think it is thankfully I, i've been bypassed by the need for dating apps but I can, I'm just going to about to live vicariously through you and these stories. Like, I'm joking, you know, I am joking. It's not, it's not all bad, but there is a process that you have to go through. So there's the swiping and then you match with people. And then when you match with them, you've got to start conversation and you might have matched with, I don't know, a few people and of those few only one or two might actually message you and so you've got to get through all of that first until you get a reply or somebody messages you and you can start that conversation and then usually within the first couple of messages you can figure out whether <laughs> someone's actually normal or you like you would not believe some of the things that people message and I'm like does does this work for you I mean like is this <laughs> obviously um, not <laughs> Um, I had one message the other day that was, and I'm not kidding you, it was like, you know, like a massive long paragraph um, of text. And this guy was just moaning about how rubbish his, his week has been and how depressed he is and how he's not doing it. And I, like, I know what this feels like. We, we're all a bit fed up of being in lockdown, but that's not how you'd spark up a relationship. Um, maybe that's what he's, he's after, a mutual moaning appreciation relationship <laughs> or um you just get a message that says oh me and my mate aboard want to come round for a threesome <gasps> what these people honestly there are some people out there that have forgotten how to interact in real life yeah so because of all of this you can see it's not at the top of my list of things to do but I'm you know I say they're all the bad ones there are some decent people out there and I have been on dates with normal people from these dating apps you know it's not always necessarily worked out but there are people who aren't fruit loops (laughs) is that the official hinge strap line Um, I I like to call it unhinged. Love it. (laughs) God knows what guys say about me and my messaging. I'm sure... I'm sure it's equally as challenging for them as it is for us. But yeah, it's just... So sometimes I need to just set an hour aside to kind of go through and sort through these messages and delete the ones, which ones am I getting rid of? Which do I want to invest a bit of time in? And just remembering to reply and then trying to come up with witty things to talk about when all you've done is sit in your pyjamas all day long. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it is a challenge and so I've been putting that off um 
yeah i've just not been replying to anyone so i'm gonna die alone no you're not but it did just spark up some sort of images if you got a message that what are you wearing and you just respond with fluffy slippers or that sort of thing yeah there's definitely uh no glamour going on here it's a good job that i don't need to be on these things because i, I just fill it with sarcasm and uh that's not... Yeah, but sarcasm's good. At least somebody's got a bit of intelligence and is like trying to spark up a bit of conversation and make it interesting. But just of a hey, how's you? <laughs> Ugh, just, I want a bit of imagination. Also, the way that people describe themselves and try and get their personality traits across because you want to try and build a bit of a picture of what someone's like. And apparently, liking pizza is a personality <laughs> type. 90% of the men on their list pizza as one of their interests. Wow. Sure. I love I love pizza, but that's not a personality trait. No, not unless you're like Homer Simpson. It, it feels... I don't know. There's probably a more famous you know pizza eater. Netflix is not a personality type. Liking Netflix is not part of your personality. We all like Netflix. All we can do right now <laughs> is watch Netflix. Yeah. Tell me something interesting about you. But, you know, these these guys, are. you said that you're struggling to come up with something that's interesting from the day, I guess. Maybe they're the same. Maybe Netflix is all they've got right now. Stop defending <laughs> these guys. Okay, sorry. I'm firmly in Team Lizzie. What would Lizzie say? Okay. Well, I know I know it's hard and yeah, it's it's not easy to spark up these conversations with people. Dating right now is near impossible because you can only do WhatsApp chats with people, maybe go for a socially distanced walk with someone. Um it's hard to be romantic. <laughs> but I just feel like the you know, words, you could do so much with words. Where's all the poetry and the romance and i'd probably find that sickly if somebody wrote me a poem i was just about to say if you want to send in your declarations of love for lizzie to at podcast pod dms feel free we we'll vet them uh so no pics thank you but if you if you are a wordsmith applications are being taken (laughs) so yes that's that's what i've been putting off I've not been replying to the... Well, I won't say how many messages there are in my inbox. Well, I mean, it, it sounds like there's quite a lot You, if it's if it's being put off because it'll take you a while. Online dating is a numbers game. Okay. So you cast your net far and wide. You match with 100 people. <laughs> you don't match with 100 wow. people. Wow. <laughs> no. You have to cast your net wide. So you'll match with 10 people. Of Good. those 10 people, probably five will message you from those five two will probably be normal so you have to go through this process so it it just takes a while because you've got loads in there that are just absolute useless and then you need to delete those get rid of them and oh and then they come back around again and they they match with you again and it's like we matched but you didn't message why are you matching with me again um they're shy shy. i'm not no i'm not defending them i've i've learned my lesson i'm not defending them no, they're just equally as putting off their hinge correspondence yeah. as I am, probably. That's it. I mean, it sounds like a math a maths problem. It sounds like I, in about 10 years' time, math students will be learning through hinge examples or other, other dating apps. They'll be like, if I had 10 matches and five messages, how many are remaining? Like That feels like a, a question in the future. This it's- is a dating world now, I guess. You know, I, I am joking about it, but I do know people who have found their other halves and they're 
long-term relationships through these apps. I'm optimistic about it. I think soon someone's uh, bragging on their profile about themselves will be vaccinated. <laughs> well, that, yes, that would be a great, a great thing to have because then you could actually go and meet someone in real life. Do I need to sort of start up some sort of hitch style, let's teach these people how to actually start up a conversation or how to do their profiles a little less seedily? You think you're the love doctor, do you? No, not in the slightest. And this bit can be definitely cut out. <laughs> Ah, damn it. Uh, No, I don't. I just feel like there's a, you know, the entrepreneur in me could uh, could find a way of maybe even giving positive quotes to these guys to put on their on their accounts so that you can see oh yeah yeah he's a quotes man <laughs> oh but then i just get really like cynical i'm like oh that's cheesy so these, these guys they can't win no they can't hard to please yeah best to put the, put it all off for now <laughs> <laughs> well i will try and spark up a conversation with somebody sure in the next week or so and anyone that does take up the offer of reaching into our dms if you're met with sarcasm that's a response from me not from lizzie <laughs> Yes, Andy is our social media manager. Yeah. I have nothing to do with that. So uh, good luck with that. Send your aubergine emojis <laughs> to Andy. Don't. Please don't. <laughs> Not ready for that. Well, I think I need to shut up now and we probably need to bring this podcast to an end before I divulge too much about my personal life. I think the only thing left is your PIN number. So uh, yeah, it's, it's only safe that we that we give you a little reprieve for now. It's something that I think you can absolutely continue to put off until you're ready, but don't feel any pressure to keep us updated anyway. Well, I might tell you, but I'm not going to tell everybody. It's fine. I'll, t- I'll tell the love doctor. <laughs> Well, that's, that's, I think, all from The Love Doctor and Lizzie this week. Thank you very much for listening. And uh, yeah, I, I guess we just hope that you're enjoying our Tuesday Club and we will see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.